This is One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 54 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bosensky, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And today I'm speaking with Lauren Penman, who is the co-chair of the Autism Nature Trail. And she's going to talk to us about a big project happening at Letchworth State Park. Lauren, good morning. Good morning, Eliza. Thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, our conversations go way back several years um, to what I believe you reached out to us as you were maybe just embarking on this project, um, had some money to raise, had a great idea about making um, the trails at Letchworth State Park autism friendly and autism supportive and accessible. And we've kind of been following your work and I think you're here to give us an update. So take it away, Lauren, what's going on at Letchworth? Well, we're, we're thrilled to announce that construction is underway, uh, pandemic notwithstanding. We, uh, we had some delays along the way, both in terms of fundraising and in actual um, bidding and construction, but we are still scheduled to open the trail for this season, which is very exciting because it has been uh, if anyone's keeping track, six years since the initial idea of what if we made uh, a specific trail, not only um, safe and welcoming, but uh, totally ADA compliant and accessible to every kind of visitor that should be able to enjoy Letchworth State Park. It's been called the number one state park in the country, 14,000 acres of pristine uh, parkland, and we really uh, saw the potential for providing real outdoor recreation for entire families. And we started with the concept of um, autism as an invisible disability sometimes mm -hmm. uh, and, and went from there. So th this trail now will be enjoyable, welcoming, safe for all ages, all abilities. And uh, every time we talk to, to someone else about this project, we get another group of people who say, this is gonna be great for us. So it is a totally inclusive project now. Always though, with our eye on uh, our, our target population or persons with autism who often do not spend a lot of time outdoors. And as a result, their families don't spend a lot of time outdoors. Now Absolutely. I don't have to tell you that during a pandemic, everybody needed to get outdoors <laughs> and Letchworth like most of our state parks saw an increase in attendance and when that happened uh, there was actually an increase in interest in our project there was an increase in donations and sponsorships and I'm proud to say that um, as of today we have privately raised three million dollars for this project and that is without a dime of municipal state or federal funding so I'm, I'm proud of that. Congratulations. That, that is a lot. And we're going to follow up on a bunch of different things about what you said, but congratulations on raising that money. And I think, you know, being a fundraiser myself, I think it's, um, it doesn't surprise me that much only because most people who have the ability to give want an opportunity to give when they can see directly the impact it's going to have. And while nobody wanted a pandemic and nobody wants it to still be impacting our lives, one of the um, one of the things it does do is it puts very clearly in front of everybody what um, where our gaps are. And you you hit the nail on the head, Lauren, about you know individuals with autism. I think yeah, probably tend to not get outside maybe as much as 
um, as much as uh, they and their families might want, but it's bigger than that. There's a, there's a tremendous amount of community-based opportunities that they just don't get to because of accessibility and also because of not necessarily knowing what it's going, how they're going to be welcomed into that environment, whether it's a restaurant or an, a recreation park or, um, you know, a beach and, you know, any of those places that a lot of us look to for sanity uh, last summer and, and even into the beautiful fall we had in 2020. So, and, and, and you're absolutely right also that, that in, in large part, their families do the same thing because they end up staying home or indoors or in some very small sort of safe spaces with their loved one with autism. So this is a great, great thing that you've done. Um, I do have some logistical questions, starting with, for our listeners, where is Letchworth State Park located? <laughs> it's, it's equidistant between Buffalo and Rochester, so the western part of the state, uh, a, a little south of both of those cities really um, not so far away. And that was interesting that we heard during the pandemic also, uh, visitors who told us, gee, this isn't so far. We, and and we, we thought we would be challenged as we started the project. Uh, Temple Grandin was one of our first and ongoing advisors. And she warned us that people would want us to move our idea closer to a population, to, mm-hmm. toward Buffalo, toward Rochester. And she told us to resist that. She said, be in deep nature. If you've got the number one state park in the country and it's got 14,000 pristine acres, that's where you wanna be. You want the experience to be natural, authentic and and top shelf. So we held on to that. And it was interesting that during a pandemic, uh, in fact, they had to close the park a couple of times Mm -hmm. because it was simply not enough parking or the, the visitors that flocked to it on beautiful, in particular fall days in 2020. And, and we, you know, we're trying to now, from a park standpoint, look at, at accommodating more people. We, we will, you know, we're encouraging people to look at the New York State Parks Access Pass, which will give a family the ability to enter all the state parks free of charge. Uh, they'll never be a charge to visit the Autism Nature Trail. So this is this is not only outdoor recreation; it's free outdoor recreation, and that 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 counts also. <laughs> yeah, that that can't be beat. And I, I love that Temple advised you in that way. Um, I've actually interviewed her on this very podcast, and I find her and I've seen her speak before many years ago, and and she is. Um, her knowledge comes from from such a deeply personal, you know, place. And I think in this case, that advice she gave you is really right on target because um, once you start sort of compromising your idea, especially an idea that, that's really all about access to this particular pristine acreage at Letchworth, um, it still might be great. And what we'd, wouldn't we all love to see more of these types of accessible trails, you know, happen throughout the, throughout the, the state and the country. But you, that was a core part of this idea. And I remember that going back to our first conversation many years ago um, about, about why this was going to be, why Letchworth was the perfect place in your, in your mind to do this. So we wanted this exemplar to be in the, in the best place possible to start at the top and, and, it's highly replicable and can be adapted, but let's mm-hmm. let's start with the with the gold standard. That was our thinking all the way along. Perfect. Um, if you start with the gold standard and you're open to, to having it replicated, chances are it's going to remain um, a very uh, a very quality type of of program for all people. So I think it's great. You and speaking of that, you also mentioned uh, something that that I always like to highlight, which is you you recognize that your target sort of 
audience here were are people with autism and their loved ones, caregivers, friends, etc. Um, but that this is really going to be accessible to everyone. And I would think that at this point, you probably anticipate that everyone will walk this trail. Um, and that goes hand in hand with something that I've been, uh, it's been in my mind for quite a while and is really starting to take shape, um, at least here in the Hudson Valley where, where we're located, which is the, the sense that, it, you know, rather than looking at a small group of people as the quote unquote uh, autism community, isn't it starting to happen where we are all the autism community? Um, it's one in 54. It's the name of this show. It's because that's the the current statistics for uh, children being diagnosed with autism in this country right now. Um, it, it, it And it's beyond that. It's not it's no longer really looking at just people with autism. It's everyone who surrounds those people. And what we find every time I talk to somebody on the show, I find that whatever they're doing tends to also work really beautifully for just about everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we, 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 we appreciate all of the efforts that are being made to, to make public places accessible. But we started with the end in mind, and we're making an accessible place public. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that is a, a key difference. And you're absolutely right. What, what, what's good for persons with autism and, and related disorders turns out to be great for everybody. And the idea of inclusion of, of groups working together regardless of, of age and ability is really um, turning out to be the, the uh, I think, the theme of, mm-hmm. of our, our programming. That's excellent. That's great to hear. I love that. Um, can you give us another logistical a piece of information? How long is the trail? It's just about a mile. It's a loop. So, and you can't get lost. So Perfect. there is, uh, that was another uh, Dr. Grandin suggestion that uh, start and end at the same spot. So there is predictability along the way. Mm-hmm. And the, the, uh, there are eight stations that are located slightly off the trail. So you can just walk the mile. Uh, you can turn around at any point. There's what we call a cut through exactly halfway. Uh, if you've had enough and you need to get back to the parking lot quickly, um, and then the eight stations are placed around the trail and our choices. Uh, they, they, you don't have to walk through them. We didn't want this to be like Disney World where you come off the ride and you go into the gift shop whether you like it or not. <laughs> we absolutely wanted there to be choice uh, at, every, at every stage. That's fantastic. And also what that provides is a really nice stepping stone for somebody who comes for the first time and maybe their goal is to get through half of it and then, or even less than that. And it's so many opportunities to make it um, consistent in terms of the starting and the beginning, but then also with some mini goals to keep getting, you know, one station, two stations, all eight. Um, eventually maybe that leads somebody who never otherwise would have tried other trails at Letchworth to go from this one to some longer ones, to some more challenging ones, or just with different scenery. I think that's a a brilliant way to approach it. Um, We had on our design team two amazing women, um, Dr. Amy Laurent and Dr. Jacqueline Feedy from Autism Level Up. And they, they really held our feet to the to the flame with asking tough questions about, you know, why would you do that? And why wouldn't you do this? Mm-hmm. And for exactly what you've described, Eliza, that, that is the, uh, that's the, the thinking behind the, the trail design. It, it wasn't ju- it was occupational and physical therapists, speech and language pathologists, um, autism experts, uh, as well as uh, special educators, school administrators were involved. Right. 
uh, as well as architects and landscape architects <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a play specialist. Uh, it, it was an amazing array of both volunteers and um, <laughs> and poorly paid consultants. People really did. Uh, well, hey, if they're if they're if they, you know, then you know you've got people who are committed to the project, which is a good thing, um, and we appreciate that very much. We we need to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to jump back into our conversation to learn more about the trail and the uh, the access pass, and um, you know maybe future plans. This is one in fifty four, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. Imagine a little lady who wouldn't give up her seat on the bus, a TV host who wanted to be your neighbor, or an inventor whose 10,000 failures didn't stop him. These vivid images all share the same caption, inspiration. These people just did their best and they inspire us. Now, what will you do to inspire others? Inspiration is in you. Passiton.com. And now 1 in 54 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And with me today is Lauren Perm. I'm sorry, Lauren Penman, uh, co-chair of the Autism Nature Trail. And we're talking about this wonderful, wonderful uh, new trail at Letworth State Park, which is in Western New York, 14,000 beautiful acres of deep, um, deep uh, forest and beautiful trails. Uh, just to recap, this is a six year in the making project from the first conversations to your plans to open um, in 2021. And, and on that note, do you have an on or about date of when you do plan to, I guess, cut the ribbon and get people on the trail this year? We don't, we, we don't want to give a date um, only because we are so weather dependent in Western New York. <laughs> Construction did begin last month and they made great progress. And then we had about three feet of snow. So it, it, things stopped for a while. Um, they're back at it. We'll, uh, it. We're hoping that certainly for the season, and even that is dependent on uh, spring weather, but when people are eager to be out and about, we're hoping to at least have a soft opening uh, and then uh, whatever a COVID style ribbon cutting looks like. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can you zoom from the trail? I'm, I, everybody has such zoom fatigue. Maybe masks and social distancing would work. Well, it's interesting, but we, we were able to make sure we tweaked the design uh, late stage to be sure that all parts of the trail are at least six feet wide. Uh, just something silly that that we never would have thought of before now is important. So <laughs> two people together can walk next to each other and still be socially distanced on the trail. Some yeah. part of seating along the trail that was um, very close together is now six feet apart. So that a school group coming together uh, can can stand and sit and still be safe. Uh, it, 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 sometimes when we're out on the trail uh, now, we wear masks. Uh, sometimes we don't because we're mm -hmm. outdoors and we're able to stay apart. And mm -hmm. that's, that's the beautiful thing about this, too. Yeah, that's a whole nother layer, right? As you just just as you thought you had everything under control, you have to add that. But, you know, uh, that will that will certainly, I would think, make people more apt to come out uh, early stages this year to enjoy. So that's wonderful. Um, you would mention 
uh, fully compliant, ADA compliance, right? For this trail, what is the, when you're walking on the trail, what are you walking on? And are there things like bridges? Is there, you know, is there anything or is it completely flat? Can you just sort of describe it a little bit more? It's made out of a stone dust mixture. Okay. Over time that, um, compacts, uh, to, to be a very, very, uh, tough surface, but it's also very even. Uh, the maintenance is not uh, as difficult as things like engineered wood chips, uh, although there may be some of that in fall zones in, off in some of the, uh, the stations themselves. But uh, it, it's, an, it's used on other trails for, for, dura- for, for durability. Um, it does not look like asphalt. It looks more like a dirt path, mm-hmm. but it is defined. And that's something we were looking for, uh, kind of like the yellow brick road. Yeah. When you're on it, you know it. You can feel it underfoot and you can mm-hmm. see it. So that was that was important for uh, for all of our visitors, regardless of ability or disability, uh, to be able to see and feel a clear path. I think that's really smart. Um, I- I'm curious if... Uh if your expectation is that somebody who might need to use a wheelchair or uh, a walker or a cane or anything just to help them with balance, um, is that is that going to be possible on this trail? Absolutely. Good. It, it, Good. We, we have tested it and it will, it, it, the main trail is what, whatever, whatever you need to it, to get around the trail in terms of, uh, of, an, of some kind of accommodation, we, yeah. can, we can accommodate it. Well, I love that because again, you, you mentioned school groups and I would think in addition to school groups, there are also adults who live uh, in sometimes group home settings and they, uh, at Anderson, we run several, um, several group homes throughout various counties around us. And that group of folks often goes out uh, in the community, at least did so more before pandemic, but will again uh, after pandemic um, and would do things together. And sometimes uh, you've got individuals who have autism, but they might also, some of them might also have um, the need to use a cane or a walk or, or, or just like anybody else, they might have autism and they might have, have uh, a fall and, and break a bone and need to recover. And so, and then I also think of the fact that th- this often gets overlooked, not by you, I'm sure, but, but just to put it out there, Autism is a lifelong uh, disability, it's a bit lifelong developmental disability, meaning you can have somebody who might be five years old who's diagnosed on the autism spectrum. You also are going to have that five-year-old many years into the future who is now 75, still needs the benefit of outdoor opportunities to move and be physical and feel the sun on their face and, and have that fresh air, still has autism, might still really benefit from that loop that consistency, um, but but also again, as you age, um, as we all age, we all seek opportunities that feel physically safe as well. So I just want to thank you for putting so much thought into all of those aspects. Well, thanks for recognizing it. But our our uh, honorary celebrity chair for fundraising is the actor and autism ad- advocate uh, Joe Montaigne of Criminal Minds fame. Yes, he has two daughters in their twenties. One who has autism, one who does not. And his quote, which uh, you can find on our website, says uh, children with autism become adults with autism and they're adults a lot longer than their children. And he talked about the need to have something his girls could do together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we think that this experience will be valuable, but different 
for a toddler than an octogenarian, but it will still be uh, something that can be enjoyed for a lifetime. Absolutely. And and beautifully said by by Joe Munchkin. You're definitely well said. Um, and, and again, you know, you're also, you said before, uh, you know, some people love to go out for walks by themselves, but let's be honest and, and realistic about people with autism often are going to be potentially for the rest of their lives with somebody, whether it's a sibling, a parent, a caregiver, um, a friend, uh, a spouse, you know, you're going to be... Um, you're going to be able to enjoy this both together and potentially alone, depending on who you are. But uh, the, the, the idea that you're making it accessible for all at whatever stages they are in their lives, lives, grandparents with toddlers. I mean, I love all that. This is, this is, um, this is really important. And it speaks to our mission at Anderson, which is to optimize the quality of life for people with autism. And what we find is that so many people and organizations such as yourself are doing the same thing because for the most part, optimizing the quality of life for anyone involves opportunities to um, be active, to live your life, to engage with your community, but to do so also with other people um, around you. And and I so I I love the whole project. I think it's wonderful. Uh, we have a couple minutes left in our interview. I want to give you those three minutes or so just to see: is there a website you want to share? Is there an ask that you have? Is there a place where you want people, or you know, an action you want people to take at this point? Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, yes, please check out our website. It's simply autismnaturetrail.com. It, it's a placeholder at this point. We have a grant to develop a highly interactive website that will uh, actually take you on a tour of the trail before you ever leave home. And it will include uh, some guides along uh, electronically that you can download or, or read online, including a speech and language development guide by station that was developed by Dr. Scott Jones at Ithaca College and uh, a body movement guide that is still in development by um, occupational and physical therapists. And, and we, we encourage people to, to become involved. Uh, it, we, we have an ant ambassador program for young, young adults, many of whom lost positions, jobs during the pandemic. And that's how this started. We had a, a group of young people in Buffalo and Rochester who were, who were employed and then not employed. And uh, we gave them an outlet to promote the ant online. We call Autism Nature Trail is the ant for sure. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they, they've been wonderful ambassadors. They, they visited the trail in the in the fall, got to walk the the, the beginnings of it. Um, just an excited group of young of young men and women. Uh, the other thing that we have we have station naming rights for big donors. Most of them are gone, but there is one left called the Celebration Station. And we just recently decided that everyone needs to participate in that. So we have a GoFundMe that just started yesterday, March 1st. It'll run through March and April. The Developmental Disabilities Awareness, Awareness Month is March. Autism Awareness Month is April. Yes. And for any donation, your name can be listed as a sponsor of the Celebration Station. And if it's a thousand people or if it's two thousand people, we will before we get to our goal, we will will list them all on this new interactive website. So That's so exciting. I, um, I, I want to just we're really running low on time, but I just want to say one thing about that interactive website. 
that is another wonderful aspect and something that's going to help a tremendous number of individuals and families to not just have the trail be so accessible and so welcoming right from the start, but to be able to sort of practice and see it before even going. So many families tell us all the time that being able to kind of go through the motions and show their child is almost like a social story for, for when you get to the trail, which is an invaluable resource. Um, we we need to wrap. I'm sorry. No one should come from Dutchess County without knowing what yes. they're getting into. So we're, yes. we're well aware. <laughs> exactly. Something to something to consider for the ride. Um, Lauren Penman, the co-chair of Autism Nature Trail, I really appreciate you being on the show today and telling us about the Letchworth State Park project. It sounds wonderful. I hope to get out there one day myself. It's a it's a bit of a drive, but it sounds like it would be amazing. And best of luck uh, as you come into the year of your opening. And please keep us posted as to when it does open. And we'd be happy to, to get the word out around here. Thanks, Eliza. You get the VIP tour anytime you want. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. This is 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 54 a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 